Hey everyone, I'm Stephanie. I'm a book-loving, notebook hoarding, literacy teacher educator on a mission to change lives, one book and one notebook at a time. And this is the Get Literate Podcast. On this podcast, we explore the power of leading literate lives. We talk all things books and reading and notebooks and writing. We lean into our curiosity and creativity and embrace a spirit of lifelong learning to cultivate a life we love. Now grab a notebook and your TBR list and let's get literate. Hey everyone, Stephanie here, welcoming you to another episode of the Get Literate podcast. Today is Thursday, and that means I've got an extra episode of Bookish Fun for you. This week, I'm going to introduce you to Colin Harang. Colin is the creator of the Book Club card, and the Book Club card is a tool for your reading life that you didn't know you needed. It's going to tug at the heartstrings of some library nostalgia. It's going to give your reading life connection that you didn't even know was missing, and it's going to bring a little bit of mystery to your reading life too. So in this episode, you'll get to meet Colin. She will explain the backstory of the book club card and how it came to be. You'll learn how I and others are using the book club card to make our own reading lives better. And if you listen till the end, there's a special treat. Colin is giving Get Literate listeners a special discount code so you can try the book club card for yourself. It's the perfect time to get started. Well, any time for a book club card is the perfect time to get started. But especially now as we head into the holiday season, it's a great gift for yourself and for the other readers in your life. So let's head to the episode now so that you can connect with Colin and learn all about her book club card. Colin, welcome to the Get Literate podcast. I am so excited to welcome you here today and introduce you and this wonderful idea that you have to listeners. Perfect. I'm excited to be here. So I have had this kind of bookish dream for a while to just spend time chatting with people who are also bookish and notebookish and who love leaning into that part of their lives. Mm-hmm. So to be able to sit here and chat with you today about your idea that I fell in love with the first time I saw it is is so exciting. I'm thrilled that I can introduce you to all of my listeners and get some more ideas on <laughs> how I can use your, your book club card too. So I'm not going to say much more. I want you to kind of explain what this book club card is and, you know, the purpose and how, how it came to be because I'm, I'm always fascinated by the backstory. Uh, But I will tell listeners that the very first time I saw this, I was scrolling social media, probably Instagram. And I stopped short because I saw this beautiful library card, Mm -hmm. right? And it just brought me back to my childhood when you actually checked books out like that in the library with the the neat little stamper and you slid it in the back of the envelope. And so it made me stop because the picture was beautiful and had this pink kind of theme that I loved. But then when I found out the idea behind it of Mm -hmm. of what this little library card actually does, that's when I was hooked. And that's when I was so excited to get to talk to you and figure out the story and then share it with everyone. So 
let me hand it over to you. Why don't you tell us all about you? Who are you? What do you do? Tell us about this idea and where it started. Okay. I love that. I've got to pause and say it's okay. Book club card is a year old now. So, which is even wild to me. And I mean, a year since it's launched, I've been stewing with this idea for a really long time, but to hear you talk about it and you're familiar with it and have used it, but you said some buzzwords in that, that just make me feel really nostalgic because that was the point, you know, like you saying the idea of one talking about books with people. There's so many topics that we can talk about at a dinner party these days and let's let's talk about something positive let's talk about books let's talk about you know let's escape and and talk about all of that um so that's cool and then your comment of you know kind of stopping short and looking at this card feeling taking you back and then understanding how this small card can make such an impact is is really cool so Anyway, before I dive in, it's really nostalgic for me to sit here a year later and be like, that was the point, Um, which is great. It's like, oh, victory. So I love that. But anyway, so what a book club card is, I'll kind of describe it and then I'll talk about the idea of it. But a book club card is it's a physical card. The first the first side of the card looks like an old school library card. And then the the other side of the card is a postcard. So it is a library card that travels with your book and people fill out their names, um, the date, your name, the city and the state. And then the last reader puts a stamp on it and puts it in the mail so that it's able to be redirected to the original card owner. And the card owner can look at it and be like, wow, these are all the people that read my card. Here's how far it traveled. Maybe there's some names on that card that you know, and maybe there's some random names that you don't know. Um, And you can look them up and see who they are and now have this new conversation and this new community um, that you create very organically on your own. So that's what a book club card is. They're super fun. The idea of it came a couple years ago when I was um, traveling and well, traveling in California, so kind of local. And I was in the shop and I found a stack of library cards that you could just use it as, as like a bookmark. And I thought they were so fun, similar to you. It reminded me of like checking books out from the library and writing your name and seeing who the other names were and seeing if you knew them. And it was this kind of fun nostalgia. So um, I started, I bought them and I started using them. And I was like, you know, this is really cool, but I want to know who else reads this book. I'm going to sign my name and give my book to a friend and ask them to then their sign their name. But I'm never going to have the joy of being able to see all the people that touched my book and read it and it brought joy to it. So that is where the idea started. Um, And from that, I was like, you know, what if the other side was a postcard? And then we just had this big, you know, dinner conversation and all the ideas went flowing. Um, And I stewed with it for a few months, thought about the design of it. Um, It has a PO box number on it because I didn't want to have people write their physical address of where they live because I wanted to encourage them to give it to a random person if they wanted to. Um, So now you have to register your card number to your address to make sure it gets routed to you. So um, lots of ideas. And that's really how it started. And to your point, too, of the branding of all of it, this was in a time that we were like a year into the pandemic. And I was really like craving a creative outlet. I one had like really gotten into reading um, 
and was really excited about that. All of those creative juices were flowing, wanted to kind of make something that I could put a big brand stamp on. Um, so that was also a fun opportunity to have this creative outlet. I also decided during that time that as I made it, as I was looking for a print shop, as I was looking for a photographer, all of that, I vowed to only use San Francisco small businesses, which was a really great opportunity to talk to people that had owned businesses during the pandemic and everything that they had gone through and really the people that make up the city that I love. So that was a great journey. The cards themselves, um, I know you've seen them, but for the listeners, they're beautiful. They're they um, these they're these really beautiful letterpress thick cards by a local letterpress shop in San Francisco. And the guy that owns it is like the coolest guy I've ever met. So that was a really fun journey as well. I sat in his shop for like 40 minutes picking the perfect shade of red. Um, and I think we'll be bonded over that forever. So it was <laughs> a really fun journey to create it. Um, so yeah, that's a little bit about what it is and how it all started. I love it. I love all of it. I love the the backstory behind it, especially, you know, in the pandemic when we were searching for connection, mm-hmm. this gave right. us yet another new way to do that, but without having to get on another Zoom call, right? Right, exactly. And the thing that I say about, I mean, you can, you have the will to pass it to whoever you want. Like I said, a neighbor, a friend, a stranger, whatever. But something that I really connected with at the beginning was we're all, that was again, in a phase and we're, I think all in this phase of really looking for connection and how it really starts a conversation. So my ideal, you know, situation was you finish a book and every time I read a book, I think about someone, even if it's like a close friend or, you know, a friend that's kind of two or three people Mm -hmm. removed, but I'm like, wow, this character really reminds me of this person or this thing that happens really makes me think about maybe what you went through a few years ago. So after reading a book, and having it be a physical book that you need to give to someone, you know, kind of going out of your way and being like, hey, you know, Ellie, this book really reminded me of you. I want to now give it to you. And that's a really personal connection that you can have with someone in a great conversation that you should have and you should say, and you can talk about it later. And I just love that idea of building community and conversation through this very little card. Yeah. And like you mentioned, not just a little card, but a beautiful, Yes, <laughs> thick, you know, when you, when you get the card in the mail, you know, and you take it out of that nice stiff envelope, it's this, mm-hmm. you know, slightly oversized. It's not the yeah. same size I remember, but it's the color it's mm-hmm. in the plastic. It's like this, I don't know. It's like a gift, it's right? Real, like a gift. Yes. That this is a gift. And then the whole process even though it is a very quick and easy process, but going on there and registering it, mm-hmm. that that was like a goosebumpy kind of moment. Like <laughs> where in the world is my library card going to go? It's it's a really neat process for the person who's going to give it, you know, mm-hmm. as well as the person who ends up being on, on the receiving end. I just, I love it. I uh, love it. You know, I it. love that you love it. <laughs> <laughs> and I've used it twice now I've used it in two well I should say two different ways and now I already have a third I know what I'm going to do next but the first way I've tried it was just taking a book that I loved it was a book that came recommended to me 
And I knew it was a book. It was a powerful book. And I knew it was one that I, I should pass along. You know, I have books that will never get passed along because I need to see them on my bookshelf. Right, exactly. But I knew this was one that I I had to pay it forward. And so I went on my social media profile and I said, here's the book I just read. Who wants it? Mm -hmm. And someone instantly replied. And that person was actually in Canada. So I I was so excited that we were going to cross borders. And I put it in with a note with the book club card tucked it in and sent it off. And the only direction was you decide whoever it goes next to just Mm -hmm. kind of keep keep the chain going. And I loved the mystery Mm -hmm. of of who is going to get it and where literally where in the world might this book go before Mm -hmm. it comes back to me. So I really liked that sense of excitement Mm -hmm. of not knowing where it was going. And then, like you said, figuring out who all those people were later and maybe connecting with them as new bookish Mm -hmm. friends. Right. The second way I did it that I'm really excited about is I, I leaned into my teacher hat Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. I had a picture book that I read and I just loved. Um, It was the notebook keeper by Stephen Brasenio. And I just fell in love with this book and knew that I had to put it in as many teachers hands and therefore Mm -hmm. students' minds as possible. And so I wanted to do it with a book club card because I wanted that, I wanted that preservation of where it went, but I decided to put a little bit more structure on it. And so Mm -hmm. instead of just sending it out into the world and mysteriously wondering where it went, I said, you know, are there eight teachers? who want to pass this along and kind of make, make a thing out of it and and Mm -hmm. post about it and share it. And that's, that's currently in progress right now where I know where it's going, Mm -hmm. but I'm still excited because I know that many classrooms will get it. And then I can look at that and I can see that record of my goodness, how many students Mm -hmm. that one book club card um, touch. So I really love the different ways that someone could use it. And after chatting with you before our recording, I now know my third way is going to be a random placement, completely random, no social media, no who wants to do it, but I'm going to tuck it into the book and I'm going to put it in a local, um, either a free little library, Uh but I think more likely as I'm going to purposely leave it behind in one of my favorite coffee shops Yep. Mm -hmm. to see who gets it and where it goes with just a quick little note of what it is so that they can keep paying it forward. So that that's on my radar this weekend now. I love that. That's (laughs) awesome. Have you seen people use it in those ways? Are there any other different ways that you know they're using the book club card more creatively? Yeah, absolutely. So um, for myself and how I use the cards, I'm a huge, let me take this book when I'm on an airplane and let me make sure I'm not bringing it back with me. So I do that a lot of leaving it in, you know, Airbnbs a lot of times have baskets of books or bookshelves that you can, they encourage people to swap books. So I've done that a few times um, or given it to a friend of a friend. Some really creative ways that I've seen though, um, my favorite is there was a grandmother that she bought a pack of books and she wanted all of her grandchildren to have shared it with each other. So by the end, when the card was full, it has the signatures of all of the grandchildren, which I thought was such a cute idea. Um, so I loved that. And then another story that just made 
my heart so full is I was a bridesmaid a few months ago and um, I had noticed my friend bought like a pack of like five cards and like five different three card packs. And I was like, wow, love the support. But then <laughs> I get to her like bridesmaids brunch and on her kitchen table, she had um, all these different books laid out and she had a book club card for each of the books that she had written her name and the date that she had read it. And she asked each of her bridesmaids to please take a book um, and then you read it and write your name and keep passing it along. And I thought that was the sweetest thing. One, of course, to support me. I loved it. Um, but also what a great gift idea. Um, again, to the whole, like using it as a gift. I use it. I always give my family like books for Christmas. Right. And I want to give a book that I've already read. So I know about it. But it's kind of weird to like, I'm giving this book to my mom for Christmas. And, you know, I read it by the pool. There's some water stains. The front of it's kind of cracked. Like this is obviously a used book. It's like giving someone a half a bottle of wine, right? But you have that book that's obviously been used, but then you have this beautiful book club card on it that you tie around it with a bow. Um, and it is more of like a sustainable gift. Um, and that adds a lot of the fun to it as well. So um, I see it used as a lot of gifts, a lot of leaving it random places, giving it to relatives. Um, so yeah, and, and to your point of being able to use it however you wanna use it too, I think is really fun. There's no right way. Um, I want the book, I want the card to be filled with random names that I don't know, but maybe you have a pen pal, you know, or you're all friends from college and you all live in different places and you want that book to travel to all of them. That's great too. There are so many different creative ways that you can use it. I love that example of the bridesmaids. Yes, it was really sweet, really sweet. I love it. And I could, I can see that in other big life moments too, like mm -hmm. baby showers, moms-to-be mm -hmm. who, who read it and pass it along or, you know, kids birthday party. There's, I didn't even think of all those possibilities, but how sweet, I mean, books are important and to mm -hmm. weave them into those really big moments of our lives. I love it. And I know you joked about, um, you know, the cover, maybe the cover is not so great. It's a loved book, but a loved book is better than no book. And right. half a bottle of wine is better than no <laughs> bottle of wine too. So I totally understand that. Absolutely. <laughs> now you also have stickers. I know you came out with those fairly recently. So tell us about those too. Yeah, absolutely. So as it kind of evolved and I was selling these cards and that was great. And I kind of saw this little community and this little following, which was really fun. I thought about like, okay, what's next? How do I want to promote this? Um, I'm on Instagram and social media. I know social media has like exploded and is like a full-time job for a lot of people. And that's not the point of book club card. I really just didn't want to dive into all of the social media trends and do all of that because it's not really the point. It didn't really feel authentic and organic to me. And I thought about you know, what does feel organic and authentic and what feels like the meaning behind this product. And that was conversation, right? So I came up with these little car or these little stickers that people could put on their water bottles, their laptops, you know, whatever it is, notebooks that they have. Um, and it starts a conversation, which is the point, right? I obviously have one on my computer and like, <clears throat> excuse me, everything that I own. So people are always, you know, asking questions, you know, what is that? 
Um, especially like when book people, it's, uh, it has the word book in it. So let's, if bookish yeah. people are like, let's talk about it, what is it? And really starting this conversation. So the stickers are a great way to promote that and encourage that uh, while having it be by an organic conversation. Yeah, mine is on my laptop. Love so it. When I'm in the <laughs> coffee shops, I do. People, you know, everyone seems to look at your laptop stickers and figure out what they mean. Yeah. And I have explained to more than one person what, what that beautiful pink book club card sticker is. I love it. And again, you're saying that all the things from the beginning, like that was my purpose. And it's so, yes. so fun to talk to someone a year later and be like, it's, it's living its purpose, which is yes. really, really awesome. Yes. That does have to be quite the feeling like it worked. Yeah. It worked. Right. People are coming together around books, which is right. a beautiful thing. Exactly. So speaking of books, what what kind of reader are you? What kind of books do you like to read? Do you have any book recommendations for us? Yeah, absolutely. It's a great question. I'm in a book club. Um, I am trying to become a more well-rounded reader because <laughs> I just get stuck and like I've read every Taylor Jenkins read, every Colleen Hoover book. Like I got to get out of this like genre and do something else. Um, so I've been reading a few career books recently. Um, I'm in a sales role, so doing some sales. But in October, my two books that I've read this month have got to be October spooky themes. So I've read I read Verity by Colleen Hoover, of course, which was great, yeah. worth all the hype. Um, and then right now I'm almost done. It took everything in me to not stay up two extra hours and finish it last night is uh, The Perfect Marriage which has been great. So really diving into this thriller phase through October. Um, but it, that's a great question because now I've been thinking like, wow, I've been really on brand this month. What do I want to do for December, January and really think about, you know, the new year, new possibilities. Mm -hmm. So definitely open to community recommendations for that next theme for sure. Well, it, the whole basis of our Get Literate community, my podcast, is that we really lean into this kind of themed reading. Yeah. Right? So October was intrigue, which sounds uh -huh. exactly what, what you were reading. Um, but, you know, we are also big fans of wonderful reading ruts if we're happy in that rut. So yeah, that's a good point. You know, leaning into the favorites is definitely not a, a bad thing. Um, I am less of a mood reader, I guess, less uh -huh. of a seasonal reader because I, I do love, I love family sagas, but mm -hmm. at the same time, I love light nonfiction that, that just puts me in a happy mood. But I did read two fairly serious books, um, this month as well. One of them was our book club selection inside Get Literate. It was the It Girl by okay. Ruth Bear which was kind of this book that was kind of exploring a murder that happened on a college campus a long time ago and the ramifications of what happened of all the people involved. Uh -huh. It wasn't scary. It wasn't yeah. focused on the actual murder, but it was on the right. drama of before and after surrounding it. So that one was definitely a great one if you're looking to continue that yeah. book. October. And I also just finished um, The Measure. Have you read that one or heard of no, that? No, I haven't even heard of that one, The Measure. Oh boy. That one was powerful. And it, it kind of asked readers the question, would you want to know the fate of your life? Would you yeah. want to know how long you were going 
to live. And uh-huh. what happens in the book is mysteriously overnight, everyone 22 years of age and older gets a, a little box on their doorstep. Mm-hmm. And when they open the box, there is a string of varying lengths. Uh-huh. And that tells you how long you have to live. Yeah. And so the book actually follows eight people, some who decide to look and have mm-hmm. short strings, some who decide to look and have long strings, and then some who just purposely do not want to know. And it's this really intriguing piece of, of what, what do you do and what would you do? So those reminds, are two books I'd recommend. Yeah, it, it reminds me a lot of, I read The Midnight Library last month. Have you heard of that one? Yes. Where it's all about... Um, you know, if you're in this, you're in this, you know, midnight library and being able to see all the different ways your life could have gone all the different, you know, if you had made this choice, if you had made this choice where you would be today and would you really be happier? And really, of course, my friends and I went down this rabbit hole of parallel universes and all of that conversation, but really understanding like, I'm, I'm glad I've made every decision that I have and would I really be happier with another decision or, or vice versa? So it, it reminds me of that, but I love, again, to like being surrounded by bookish people I loved reading a book like that and sitting around like on around my kitchen table or on my couch and having these hour long conversations about understanding your life and diving into these, you know, characters lives and what you think about that. And those are the types of conversations that I think we learn so much about society, ourselves, our friendships, our past, our future. And those are the types of conversations that I just want to empower and celebrate Um, and that's why I just love the bookish community so much. And especially feel like I've got a lot of like new book reader friends and encouraging them to like stay on this path and stay on this journey is really fun. Books can change the world. Yeah, for sure. They can change our life. They can change other lives. It's, it really is. It's a way of being right. Right. Love books. You love books and you know, the power that they hold. Right. Absolutely. And there's a book for everyone. There's a genre for everyone. There's, and for every season too. Um, so yeah, they're powerful. Yeah. I always like to say books are patient. Like they'll yeah. wait for us because <laughs> we figure out which one we need next. Um, they're patient and they are there. <laughs> Absolutely. So how can listeners find you and get their own book club card? So maybe they can either start their own book club card journey, or maybe even gift some to the readers. Yeah to have the same kind of magic. Absolutely. You know, November is right around the corner. We're in holiday season. I'm like prepping for the holiday orders to come through. Um, So you can find us on social media. You can follow along at book club card. Um, We're mostly just on Instagram. There's, I found so much to keep up with social media these days. So mostly on Instagram and then check out our website, bookclubcard.com. We've got a newsletter that you can sign up for. That's where you can find all of the uh, products, the stickers, the cards, all of that. That's also where you go to register the number on the cards to make sure it gets sent back to you. So that's where you can go. Also for the readers, I'd love to give you guys a promo code for the holidays. So um, I'll give 15% off, use the code GETLITERATE. Um, at your checkout, you'll be able to receive that discount and that will run, um, I'll say until the end of the year. So you guys go use it for the holiday season, give some books, start a journey. Um, and we'd love to have you. 
Oh, thank you so much for that. I am yeah, so, so grateful for that because the cards are affordable in the first place, but right. this little gift could be, could be just what someone needs to kind of take that little step, see what it is. And honestly, just start, start a journey that we don't know where it will go, which exactly. is really fun to connect. Very so much like opening a first page of a book, a hundred percent. Yes. Thank you so much, Colin. I'm so excited that now my listeners will get to know you and that beautiful book club, the idea behind it. And hopefully I can't wait for the moment that I am unexpectedly on the receiving end of a book club Mm -hmm. card instead of the gifting end. So I am waiting for that moment and hopefully Hopefully soon. Yeah, this could do it. This could could put it out there. Well, one will finally arrive for me. So thank you so very much. Yeah, thank you, Stephanie. Thanks for listening to today's episode of the Get Literate Podcast. You'll find links to all of the books, resources, and ideas mentioned in the show notes and at alitlife.com. You'll also find additional inspiration for your reading and writing life there, like book lists, notebooking ideas, personalized book recommendations, and an invitation to join my Get Literate Patreon community. Each month, we take a deep dive into one bookish theme and work to bring it to life in our own lives. You'll get bonus episodes, book calendars, live book club and notebooking sessions, special events, and much, much more. You can find more about the Get Literate Patreon community at getliterate.co. And one more thing, if you love what you listen to today, please take a moment to rate and review the podcast or just take a screenshot of the episode and text it to a friend. This helps the podcast grow and builds our bookish and notebookish community too. Thanks for listening.